America's symbol of excellence in sports entertainment. Hey, this is Kurt Angle. Welcome to the Kurt Angle Show. On the show today, we'll be discussing the Build the Survivor Series 2002 and my three-way match for the tag titles. But first, let me introduce to you my co-host, Paul Bromwell. How you doing today, Paul? Hey, Kurt, man. I'm doing great. Glad to be here. I think I'm still on a high from last week with Jay Lethal. Dude, I feel like we could spend hours with him, and if it wasn't for his PR guy, I literally think we would have. Okay. You know what we would have because the kid tells incredible stories and he's funny <laughs> as hell. <laughs> it was so good. I've seen nothing but great feedback on the show and uh, he shared some stuff that he hasn't shared uh, before at all. And so, man, Jay, you have an open invitation from the Kurt Angle show. We love to he's have you back. He's a superstar in my eyes, man. He's incredible. Yes. He is. He's he's a good dude. And you and I, by the way, cheap plug here for ad-free shows, uh, we're going to do a bonus show and we're going to watch that match of that you two did in 2007 oh, where, great. where he yeah. beat you. Yeah. Yeah. When Jay beat me, <laughs> when Jay beat you buddy. And you know what I realized he had a nice full head of hair back then, but now he's rocking the angle. Look, he, yes, he, he is. He's shaving bald, man. He I, got with it. He understands. I, he understands that bald is beautiful, baby. And I should a lot have of chicks with bald head. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you do, but, uh, listen, before we get started, I'm happy to share that today's episode of the Kurt Angle Show is brought to you by Geico, who asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com to get a rate quote or contact your local agent and get started seeing how much you could save. Kurt, in last uh, time we revisited 2002, that was, you know, 20 years ago, which is just unbelievable how time flies. We covered you and Chris Benoit becoming the first SmackDown Tag Team Champions at No Mercy 2002. Well, buddy, we're now on the road to Survivor Series 2002 at Madison Square Garden, where it's going to be that three-team triple threat for the Tag Championships. We got you and Benoit, who you've talked about over and over again. You loved fighting him as a competitor. You love tag teaming with him. You guys are taking on Edge and Rey Mysterio, by the way two guys that we've had on this show in the past. So jump in the archives to listen to those interviews as well as that third team, Eddie and Chavo Guerrero. And, uh, are you ready to dig into this today, bud? Yes, I am. I'm excited. It's the SmackDown six. <laughs> it is. It is. So here we go. The first SmackDown after no mercy takes place in Memphis. Stephanie's going to present a trophy to you and Chris Benoit for becoming the first tag champs. And well, I don't want to spoil it, pal. We're going to watch and we're going to check out what happened. It's the clip from SmackDown, October 24th, 2002. For those that want to go back and watch the full show, we have the clip right now. Let's check it out. Stephanie, I'd just like to say how right you were to force me to set aside my personal differences with Chris Benoit so I could single-handedly lead my team to victory at no mercy. 
Wow. You know, as captain of this team, it is my pleasure to accept this trophy. And I'd like to assure my partner that this trophy will be set aside of my Olympic memorabilia on my wall of fame at home. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Kirk Settings, woo! He's the captain of the team, Cole. Single-handedly, I think Benoit had something to do with the victory. He's the captain! Angle, the next time you come out here, you leave that Olympic-size ego of yours back in the locker room. Because out here, everyone knows there's only one captain, and that is me. Let's get it straight. We wouldn't have won these titles if it wasn't for me. And you're damn lucky Stephanie made that stipulation between us. Because if she hadn't, I'd have kicked the hell out of your Olympic ass. <laughs> Listen here, Mr. Toothless Aggression. I won the freaking match. I did. Therefore, I'm the star, and you're the supporting player. The trophy's mine, all mine, give it to me. Take your damn hands off that trophy, or you will eat it. <laughs> so, that's so. She slapped the shit out of your face. Oh, she knocked me out, man. I mean, Stephanie wow. has the worst slap in the history of the business. She's the one you do not want to take a slap from. <laughs> and I mean, your face is red and uh, you can see it post slap. And then she, hey. I don't think she gave it as hard to Chris as she did you because of the no, angle she, she was hit coming Chris at. with her finger. She hit me with her palm. Hell yeah. <laughs> she palmed the shit out well, of me. 
man. So there we go. We saw we saw her take the bump with the trophy. The tra- trophy breaks. You and Benoit, you get the shit slapped out of you. And you guys are now facing each other uh, later on in the show. I want to read what Dave uh, Meltzer has to say. He said, Benoit would pin Angle in a great match, although not as good as their match at Unforgiven. It went 12 minutes long. The Guerreros interfered helping Benoit, but Benoit didn't see it and pinned Angle to win the broken trophy. Yippee, yippee. Angle laid Benoit out with an angle slam after the match, and Kurt smashed up the trophy completely. Hey. Did you go to Geico.com yet? How different, Kurt, is it putting a TV match together compared to a pay-per-view match like this? Well, for the most part, it's, you know, TV matches are going to be a lot less time. The average TV match is between 5 and 12 to 14 minutes if you're main eventing. But a pay-per-view match, the average matches, even opening card matches, are 12 to 15, and you can go up to 25 to 30 minutes in the main event. So I think it's just more... Uh, it's a longer match at the pay-per-views, so you have to add a little bit, little bit more in the match and have a, you know, you have to have the same psychology though. You have to same tell the same story with both sides, but uh, for the for the pay-per-view matches, it's a lot longer. That and the psychology may be a little different because you don't want to give everything away that you want to still build to that conclusion of, of what's going to happen at the pay-per-view the granddaddy. You're right. Yeah. There you go. Well, listen, immediately after that SmackDown taping in Memphis, the SmackDown crew goes straight to Europe for a four day tour. So that sounds like a lot of fun travel. Night one is in Helsinki, Finland with you and Chris defeating the Guerreros. Then night two, you're over in Belfast, Northern Ireland. This time you and Benoit defeat Edge and Mysterio. And night three, UK only rebellion pay-per-view, Kurt, from Manchester against Eddie and Chavo again. Uh, but man, when you guys went overseas, it wasn't just a futz around and enjoy, you know, take a tour. Like you said before, Paul, I never got around and got to see the wonders of the world. <laughs> right. When I, we flew around, we were working and here's another example. You flew around and boom, boom, boom. You guys are wrestling night one, night two, night we were three. only in that city just for the match. And we moved on to the next city. Yeah. Well, listen, so, uh, Dave had some, some comments to write about that show. He said, uh, the show there, the rebellion pay-per-view for Manchester, uh, was threatening to be something awful until Angle and Benoit beat Guerrero's in 20 minutes and 15 seconds. Benoit and Angle worked the match as baby faces, but Angle was the star of the match. Here goes more of that Melter love for Kurt Angle. Uh, it was to the point that when Benoit was in the ring, the crowd was chanting, we want Angle. I mean, I'm not making this up, Kurt. They loved you. Angle was was described as the only wrestler on the show who came across like an, ready for this, Austin-level star. That's what they called you. Why is it an Angle-level star? (laughs) Buddy, uh, you should have just hung out in WWE longer, okay? That was the problem. You're right, you're right. Eddie appeared to get his bell rung early in the match. He laid outside the ring for a few minutes, but seemed to have recovered by the end of the match. Benoit and Angle teased the breakup, and there ended up being a ref bump. Chavo hit Angle with one of the belts, but there was no ref to count the pin. When the ref recovered, Angle would then pin Eddie with the angle slam, and he gave it three and three quarters what do you remember about this? Uh, were you surprised you were able to get such a massive reaction in England? Well, first, Eddie, uh, giving his bell rung, um, he was out for a while. We were concerned about him. <clears throat> we were just happy that he was able to come back and join back in the match. And he made that match an incredible match. You know, three and three-quarter stars for Meltzer, that's really good. But um, the fans were awesome. Thank you, thank you so much. The fans over in London, 
just the way they, their, their reception to me and the way they welcomed me and made me an Austin, like <laughs> Austin <star>. level, baby, <laughs> Austin level. Um, it was awesome. I mean, uh, you know, when you have fans doing that, that that's why you're in the business. Uh, it was an overwhelming thing. And I got chills that night. I had chills the whole time wrestling because they kept chanting, let's go angle. And it mm. was really cool. And thank you so much, London. Man, that's so cool to hear there. You listen, the UK fans are just next level. They are a rabid fan base. Yeah. Uh, so many great shows over there. Even when you went over with TNA, you know? Oh you yeah. Yeah. You know what? TNA, that was our, our biggest arena, you know, the most seats. I think we did like 10,000, uh, in the UK and, uh, in the United States, the highest I think we did was maybe seven or 8,000, but in the UK, we always did really well. Psst. Hey, go to geico.com. Pass it on. Dude, these European tours have been known to have been, let's just say a little rowdy. Okay. So what was so different about the European tours compared to American house show loops? Why, why were they kind of next level when it came to that rowdy behavior? You think? Well, I'm not going to admit, I'm not going to, uh, he know, said, admit. You. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to tell you, uh, they are very passionate. They're loud and rowdy and incredible, but you have to remember we're in the United States for 95% of the shows. We're going to go to each city three or four times a year. We only go to Europe once or twice a year. So we only hit that. And, and when we go twice a year, we hit different cities yeah. or different countries. So they don't think they get to see us that much. And I, I think that's the reason why they're so passionate is because they only get to see us once or twice a year and that's it. What about you as performers, you as wrestlers getting out and about, do you feel like you guys are a little bit more rowdy uh, on the tours over overseas than what you were here in the U S yeah. You know what? Because the fans are so amped, you know, and, and you want to perform for, for them for the, be the best that you can. And, uh, you know, when, when they, when they respond, like the whole show was just loud as hell, the fans never stopped cheering. And when you have that kind of atmosphere, you want to even do better. Well, Colonel, uh, the final show is Sheffield. The next day, you and Benoit defeated Edge and Mysterio one more time. And uh, you guys don't even get a break. You fly from the UK straight to TV in Grand Rapids for the Halloween edition of SmackDown. They have this whole special Halloween party going on in the back while the matches are going on. And you ca uh, cost Benoit his match versus Edge. And Benoit cost your match versus Eddie. I mean, this is all part of the stories. And, buddy, we have clip two. This is October 31st, the Halloween party. I can't wait to watch this one. Let's check it out. The personal animosity between tag team champions Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit exploded. Oh, wait, kidding. And after this, I mean, Chris Benoit just got thrown out of his rhythm, couldn't get back into the groove, had the match won. And then right here, you see Edge on Bingo! Big time spear. Yeah, Edge would capitalize, but Kurt Angle got what he wanted. He screwed Chris Benoit out of a victory in this matchup. And look at Angle laughing about it. Big kick out of it. Big kick. Hold it, hold it. You seen Angle? No. Huh? You seen Kurt Angle? Huh. Angle! The hell are you laughing at, boy? Angle! 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 Oh! 
Guerrero, and then Chavo Guerrero. I have no idea what's going on. Well, I do. Anybody that gets in the way of Chris Benoit, no matter if it's his partner or not, Benoit's going to take him down. Before. You think you're so smart. Why don't you face me man to man? Huh? I love you. <laughs> hey! Better on angle! Bobbing for apples. The party begins! Well, ain't nothing funny about this. Two the tag team champions, and they can beat the hell out of each other because this is in the confines of a tag team matchup. Oh my God! Holy God! Man! Crossface now! Oh, look at the crossface. These men are tag team champions together, and they're beating the hell out of each other. Angle with the ankle lock. Ankle lock. Come on, baby! Come on, baby! Come on! His personal animosity is exploding between these two. Get it! Get it! Let's go! Man, out. I think Angle got hit in the head with a bottle of size. I seen something hit his head. The tag team champions have destroyed each other. That's what you call crashing a party, pal. Uh, so first of all, you in the scream costume. That's that's kind of fun. It was fun, man. You know what? This is great. I mean, the whole reason why I think they did the Halloween party is so Benoit and I could hide from each other and, and go in costumes, you know? I thought it was brilliant. So for those of you that are listening only, Kurt's in the Scream outfit in the first clip. Second clip, Kurt comes in the room. He's trying to fish around and find out where Chris is. There's another guy in a Scream outfit, but buddy, he it ain't Chris Benoit. He unveils it to be none other than Brother Love. That's right, Bruce Pritchard from uh, Something to Wrestle. Right here, our buddy from Ad Free Shows with the I Love You. And then a hell of a beatdown goes on. Uh, but buddy, you took out the light in that at the end. That could have been nasty. Oh, it could have been nasty. We could have gone blind, to be honest with you. I mean, that, that light exploded, man. It went everywhere, but nobody got hurt, thank God. Let me spell it out for you. That's G-E-I-C-O dot com. That's Geico dot com. Listen, from Dave Meltzer, he has a recap of all this. He says, Edge pinned Benoit in 13 minutes in the best match on the show. The Meltzer love continues. Benoit had the cross face on Edge when Angle came down. They started arguing, and Edge dropkicked Benoit into Angle. Edge went for a plancha on Benoit, but he moved, and Edge wiped out Angle. Edge won with the spear. 
Cena was dressed as Vanilla Ice at the party. There you go. That makes a lot of sense. Apparently, this was really good. Benoit was looking for Angle, but couldn't find him as Angle was hiding, like we said, under the screen match. And then later on, Eddie Guerrero pins Angle in 15 minutes when Benoit hits Angle with one of those tag belts. Started slow. Lack of heat was disappointing, but Meltzer was told it was a great match. So there we go. Thank you, Dave. Uh, there was some chance for angle, but the crowd really wasn't behind him. Well, screw you crowd. You need to be behind your <laughs> Olympic hero. Benoit attacked both Eddie and Chavo after the match back at the party. Here we are. We're moving and grooving this time. Angle wanted to find Benoit, which we saw. He sees a guy with a screen mask, thinks it's Benoit pulls it off. It's brother left. Benoit then jumps angle angle gave Benoit the angle slam, but Benoit's head hit a low overhead light and broke it. It looks scary. Glass falling everywhere on their faces. Ah, this was the saving show, by the way, for John Cena and his career. Is that correct? Because that's what rumor and innuendo says, giving him this kind of rapper gimmick. Yes. Yes. Vanilla ice saved his career, man. And don't get me wrong. John Cena. I think he would have panned out either way. Yeah. Even if he was just John Cena, but the rapper thing really exploded. him. He, he came out of nowhere and he became a huge star overnight. Tell me what you thought about the whole Halloween party gimmick. Did you enjoy that kind of bend? Yeah, and yeah. And you know what? It was Halloween. It was the week of Halloween That's anyway. Right. And uh, like I said before, Chris and I were able to hide from each other because we were messing with each other and causing each other to lose. And it was just really cool that they mixed it in that way. Yeah, did a nice job of uh, blending it into the storyline, uh, the Halloween right. and that. Uh, Meltzer says Angle's been having some lower back problems. He was off the Jackson, Tennessee house show to get treatment for his back, and he's being taken off some house shows over the next few weeks to give him some time to heal. He's uh, going to slightly ease up on his schedule next year since his first child is due in a little over a month. So uh, you had so much going on, Kurt. You had been running hard for a long time. Was this the first time that you started to feel some lower back issues happening? Yeah. Ever since high school, I had some okay. back problems in high school, but I didn't have any up until then, right at this moment. And, you know, uh, the thing is with my back, um, you know, it was, it was, it was really painful. And what, what I want to tell you is, you know, breaking my neck five times, you know, it dehabilitates you where you can't do certain things, especially in your arms, you know, arms go numb and uh, sometimes you lose strength in your arms, but your back controls everything. You can't do anything when your back's hurting. I, you know, I'll give you an example. Randy Orton just had surgery um, you know, on his back. He literally couldn't do anything. This surgery is actually hopefully, hopefully saving his career. But that's how much back problems uh, can affect you as yeah. a pro wrestler. Yeah, so you're having these back issues now. And according to WWE's uh, website, they said that you agreed to devote 100% efforts to the company on his four days a week on the road. But... You're going to be home for three days every week. Angle has been on the road a lot more than the usual four days because he's so popular when it comes to public appearances and he does so much promotional work for the company. I mean, even back then a workhorse, he said, uh, uh, he'll make his decisions in December about the Olympics, but I think the decision has already been made negatively. The company's booking plans are strongly in the direction of Angle as a main player for next year. Also, he, uh, his saying that he'll be home three days a week seems to suggest not doing the Olympics because training for that would be a full-time job in Colorado Springs. You've talked about it uh, before. Had you made a decision for the Olympics at this point, or was that all still up in the air? It was still up in the air, and, and I just started training at this particular time, three days a week. But what I was going to do in 2003 was take time off and train full-time for a year for the Olympics. WWE was going to give me a year off. 
And uh, that never happened because, unfortunately, in 2003, at the beginning, I broke my neck again. That's right. Speaking of making decisions, did you make the decision to go to Geico.com yet? Do it. Let's talk about the promotional work, Kurt. Uh, we, we just read it from the WWE's website. You were doing a lot for the company, it says. How are you booked for those types of things? Is this through the office or, or what? Well, you know, when you're, when you're a big star, uh, you're going to be in high demand. So whether it's media or personal appearances, whatever sure. it is, uh, they're going to demand you over and over again. So you're going to be pretty damn busy. Uh, a lot of times you can, you can, uh, refuse to do it and they'll have somebody else go, but for the most part, you're, you're, you, you should go. I mean, it's, it's almost an underwritten rule that, uh, when you, you know, when they want you for an appearance, you got to do it. So I was pretty busy at this particular time. And not only that, it's gotta be another opportunity for you to make extra money doing all the appearances, right? <laughs> I'm laughing at you. Oh, so it's not. We didn't get paid for the appearances. Oh, but I mean, but I would. Listen, I we would... got paid really well. The WWE took care of us, not just for the appearances on the back end. They made sure you were taken care of. So it, it worked out in the long run. Yeah. I mean, you got to You got to think too, that you would have had the mentality. Hey, I want to be on the road as much as possible because, Hey, I want to make as much money as possible, but uh, the appearances were the, Hey, this is kind of the expectation. If you're going to be this level of main player on our roster. So I get that. Uh, let's get to SmackDown November 7th. It's from Manchester, New Hampshire, and the tag title run ends already. It's a two out of three falls match with you and Benoit versus edge and Mysterio. Uh, in our third clip of the week, we're going to get to the final fall of that two out of three falls match. It's SmackDown. It's November 7th, 2002. Here we go. But speaking of guts, once again, another tag between Benoit and Angle to keep each other fresh. But speaking of guts, you've got to give it to Mysterio. Look at the fight, Mysterio. He's trying to fight out of this. He's trying to kick out, at least to try to get Edge back in this match. Kurt Angler and, and uh, Chris Benoit are trying to show us where Mysterio's guts, if you know what I mean. What a throw by Angle. A different version of a gut wrench throw there. Hook of the leg by Kurt Angle and Edge. May have saved the matchup for his team. You think? Edge sense that that may have been all for Rey Mysterio. Edge is looking good on that apron. He might have a second win call right here. Kurt Angle. A weird gut wrench submission right here from over the top. Come on. And look at that. Look at Mysterio. I mean, all four of these men. The eyes, you can see it all in their eyes. No quit in Rey Mysterio or Edge as Mysterio battles back with a shot to the ribs. Each team has won one fall. Look at Mysterio. There's no quit. There's no quitting angle and, 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 and Chris Benoit neither. Hey, look at Edge. Edge wants in. Four great competitors going at it for the tag team titles. Edge cannot wait to get in this matchup. But can Mysterio make it to his partner? Mysterio makes the tag and Edge climbing high. And Edge is going to fall. Damage was done to that to Edge's uh, ankle earlier. Edge desperately drawing. 
I'm digging the Rob Zombie. So there it is, bud. You lose the titles. And uh, mm. uh, uh, Meltzer goes on to say Mysterio and Edge beat Angle and Benoit to win the tag titles in a match that went nearly 25 minutes. That makes sense, though. It's a two out of three falls match uh, on TV. I mean, my goodness, what a great television match. Faces took fall one when Edge pinned Angle. Second fall saw Angle use the ankle lock on Edge. Third fall, they did a tease when Mysterio pinned Angle, but Angle made the ropes before the three. They ended up restarting the match, since theoretically fans would figure that since they already got the fake win, that the belts weren't changing. But they did a Benoit and Angle screw up, leading to the finish with the belts changing hands. Kurt, were you surprised to see the title change hands and have them take off of you guys at this point? Um, no, because Chris and I weren't getting along. We weren't really coming together as a team. And not only that, but Edge and, and, and Ray, uh, they needed credibility. They had credibility as singles wrestlers, but they didn't have credibility as tag team wrestlers. The Guerreros won the titles. We won the titles. Edge and, and Ray needed to win the titles. And then at Survivor Series, the big winner would end up winning, which was us again. So I understand why they did it. They wanted to give edge and Ray Mysterio credibility and it did. Well, uh, do you own your own home? Go to geico.com. Do you rent your own home? Go to geico.com. Do you have a car? You need to go to geico.com. Want to save yourself some money? Go to geico.com. It's true. It's damn true. Kurt, was this a last minute type of change of cre on creative or a creative shift? It seems like out of nowhere though, for this to happen again, this is a television taping. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it was last second, but you know, I thought it was a great idea to give them credibility. Uh, I totally understand why they did it because Chris and I weren't getting along. I think the story we needed to tell was that we weren't working co cohesively as a tag team and that made us inconsistent. And that's, that was the message that we sent. Well, listen, the week after it's the go home SmackDown it's in Columbus. And, uh, we have a funny clip here to show you guys. It's you and Benoit backstage blaming each other for the loss. And this is another, another classic from the Kurt archives. Here we go. You know, Benoit, it's all your fault. It's all your fault. We lost the tag team titles last week. My fault. Yeah. My fault. Oh yeah. You are the one that got pinned twice in the same fall. Now. You want to tell me how the hell you managed to do that, huh? Justify yourself. Tell me. Don't, don't, don't change the subject, Benoit. You know, the fact is, I hate your guts. Yes, I do. But you know something? I love being a champion, and you screwed that up for me. So tonight, I'm going to take all my aggressions out on you. Take all my aggressions out on you. 
Let me remind you something, Kurt. The last two times we fought, I beat you. One, two, three. You watch your mouth, young man. Don't forget who the team captain is, me! No, I apologize. You are the team captain. I beat the team captain twice. One, two, three. Yeah? Well, I have more teeth than you. <laughs> well, I have more hair than you. <laughs> well, I'm better than you. I'm better than you. Well, I'm 10 times better than you. I'm 11 times better than you. Well, I'm an Olympic gold medalist. Huh? Huh? I thought so. And tonight, I'm gonna prove, Benoit, that I am better than you. Well, they call me the Rabbit Wolverine. And tonight, Kurt Angle, I am gonna prove you wrong, Olympic gold medalist. <laughs> what? <laughs> These partners wrestle tonight! Kurt, is there anybody else that you enjoy seeing more on TV? Than yourself and myself <laughs> i crack myself up you do i watch it every week it's it's worth it i'm telling you watch us on youtube guys it's uh it's worth the price of admission so listen there we go then we have you versus benoit it's gonna happen later on in the show Again. yep yeah. and uh, Meltzer says angle no contest benoit when guerrero's and edge and mysterio all come out very good match, but a lot of mat work that the live crowd just didn't get into. Angle and Benoit made up uh, after the post-match, and they shook hands. Uh, so, Kurt, you do have at this point in time the Kurt Angle Classic coming up. How did this all come to be? I know we've talked about it on past shows, but this fits right now because of the timeline of the stories that we're telling. And why did you want to put this all together? Well, I wanted to build my brand and give back to the amateur wrestling community. Uh, I decided to have a dual meet, USA's best versus the world's best. And not only that, but make it like a mini Arnold Classic. Arnold Classic has like 45 sports there. It's a great spread out. So we were going to have four sports, bodybuilding, weightlifting, or powerlifting, um, uh, wrestling, and we're going to have the military compete against each other, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines. And we did this, and it was a great turnout. It was a great, great uh, show that we were able to put on. Uh, USA beat the world team, which was awesome. So it, it was a great show. So uh, Dave Meltzer had some things to that he put in the uh, Observer about it, and, and here we go. The Japanese papers covered IWGP champ Yuji Nagata and Lesnar both in New Orleans with Kurt Angle. Brad Riggins, former pro wrestler and later a trainer for some of the New Japan guys, and Roland Gardner at the Kurt Angle Classic on November 8th. Quite a collection of wrestlers as Nagata was a multiple-time college champion, as was Kurt. Cause we got to make sure we throw that in Lesnar took one college title and, uh, Brad Riggins took the division two title angle was interviewed at the Kurt angle classic about his pro wrestling career and his thoughts on returning. He said that when they did the SmackDown show in Colorado Springs, and he, when he went to the Olympic training center and wrestled with the current top wrestling stars, he realized he was in no shape to compete against that level of competition after six years off. He said, it's amazing how much farther the top level technique in wrestling has progressed since 1996. He said, he remembered how much it progressed from 1988 when he started wrestling at the national level to 1996, when he retired after the gold medal, he said, he almost felt like a fossil 
training with the current guys, but he was able to get some offense on them using some old school techniques just because they weren't used to defending them. When asked about a comeback, he said he'll ultimately decide in January, but if he had to make the decision now, it would be a no. He said he's got a back problem and his knee is banged up pretty bad. And like you said, buddy, the neck all but sured that up for you. Yeah. You know what? I, it was tough. I mean, I went there to the Olympic training center and I got my ass handed to me. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. Right. Being out for six years, you're going to be rusty. And, uh, this is the, you know, the, I started training about a month before this, but it wasn't enough training to go in there and face the top guys in the world, uh, at this particular time. So, you know, I started doubting about, uh, trying out for the Olympics, but I still wanted to make it possible. As long as my back would heal, my knee would heal. I wanted to follow through with it. And I, yeah. I kept my goals realistic. I didn't say that I was going to make the Olympic team. I wanted to place in the top three on the Olympic team. I wanted to prove to myself that I was still competitive. Now, if I would have made the Olympic team great and won a gold medal, even better. But what I want to do is prove to myself I was still one of the top guys. Tell us about your trip to the Olympic Training Center. What, what was that like, the whole trip and experience? There? Oh, it was so much fun. Going back there and the memories I had, the food there is incredible. They have a cafeteria. You get whatever you want. <clears throat> the that training facilities good. are second to none, best in the world. And uh, I had a lot of fun. And you know what? This is the time when I ended up uh, getting Bobby Lashley a tryout with the WWE. This is where okay. I met him. And uh, he ended up going to the WWE and trying out right after the Olympic trials. And he actually made it. And uh, now you have Bobby Lashley, one of the top guys in the WWE. Isn't it so cool to see how life works itself out like that? Uh, Meltzer said, Angle uh, said if everything heals up 100% by January, he wants to try, but the way he feels now, he probably won't do it. He said he thinks wrestling, because of how physical it is, it would be a lot harder to make a comeback than in most sports. He said he'd have to compete with people who are younger, stronger, and have perfected new techniques that he's never seen before. He said the injury risk, if he were to return, would also be high. He said if he were to return in January, he wouldn't compete until May and just wants to finish in the top eight. That's kind of what you were talking about now. He said if people think he'll come back and win every tournament, they're being unrealistic. He wants to make the top three by a second tournament. You just said that. He said if he comes back and uh, by 2004 only places sixth at nationals, he'll be happy because you know what? He tried. And Kurt, and you're, you're a fighter, bro. He said he's learned in wrestling that it's not important what moves you do, but how long you can survive and have consistency and longevity. He said when he finally wrestles Brock Lesnar, and he hinted about it being at WrestleMania, that it would be a dream match like Rock versus Austin and Hogan versus Andre, but that his match would be a much better match than those two. <laughs> I can't believe I said that. <laughs> yeah. uh, were you told at this point that it was going to be, though, you and Brock at WrestleMania? Yes. yes. Back in it the fall, you knew Brock, that Survivor yeah, Series? No doubts about it. Yeah, Brock was having a great first year, his rookie year, and they were building it up. They were doing different pre-tapes where we would walk by each other and say some smart-ass comments to each other, and it was a nice slow build-up up until WrestleMania. Ladies and gentlemen, Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. After all, who doesn't love a great deal, right? And when it comes to great rates on insurance for all the things in your life, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV, 
even help with homeowners, condo, or renter's insurance coverage. You could save even more with a special discount when you bundle your coverages. That's the key. You want to bundle them. Plus, add the easy-to-use Geico mobile app, which is available and gives you access to 24-hour roadside assistance and much, much more. And choosing to switch to GEICO becomes the easy choice. Switch today, and you'll see all the ways you can save with great rates and discounts. It's easy. You simply go to geico.com to get a rate quote or contact your local agent and get started seeing how much you could save. What's not to like about it? All you got to do is go to geico.com, answer some questions, and you can see, see how much you can save. Thank you, Geico, for sponsoring this episode of the Kurt Angle Show. Kurt, we move on. It's Ohio Valley Wrestling. Oh, man, those got to bring back some memories. And clip five of this week, it's you with your brother, Eric. He's in your corner versus Dimaja. I later would be known as Danny Basham on Ohio Valley Wrestling. This is November 16th, still here in 2002. Let's check out that match. Kurt Angle. Angle sends his man across the clothesline. My God, Kurt Angle's got a second win. Damage is being rocked. Angle sends his man across, goes to the backdrop, but he telegraphed it. Damage it with a boot. Oh, wait a minute. Kurt, he grabs him belly to belly overhead throw. My God, this could be it. Two and no. Damage in the nick of time, pulled his way out, Dean. And right now, Damage is staggering back to his feet. You can see the tide turning ever so slightly. One big angle fist after another. Briscoe trying to get him out of the corner. Irish whip into the corner. Angle follows and catches the boot of the Damage for his trouble. Oh, yeah. Angle ate that boot. Now Damage goes to the clothesline. Wait a minute. Angle behind. There's a German suplex. And now Kurt holding on. He's going to German him again. That's another German suplex. Oh, wait a minute. There's a revolution. From behind. Revolution jumped Eric Angle. The revolution on Eric Angle on the floor. Kurt Angle trying a third. Trying a third German suplex. Oh, did you see that? Low blow. Damage went to the groin. Damage a mule kick. Kurt Angle right in the groin. And now the revolution on Eric Angle on the floor. But look in the ring. Damage going for that brain damage. My God, he's trapped him. Oh, he went for it. Kurt broke through. Kurt's got the ankle lock. Kurt Angle has that ankle lock. My God, will damage a tap. Will damage a tap. Wait a minute, there's Jackie on the apron. Oh, damn it, you got the ropes. And there's Jackie on the apron of the ring. Wait a minute. Kurt went to hit Jackie, but he thought it was a guy. Can't hit a girl. Eric Angle has freed himself, but in the ring. Kurt Angle going to the Olympic Slam. There's Basham on the apron. Kurt nails Basham. Damage up. He got it on him. Oh, God, that's going to be it. Two. But no. Wow. Two. Angle with the baseball bat down here on the floor has routed the revolution. The revolution has once again returned to the locker room. But the damage screaming at Frisco. It was so close. Kurt Angle rolled that shoulder in the nick of time. Folks, we're running low on time, but we're gonna stay with this to the conclusion. Damage going to the top. Kurt Angle is, is dizzy. Kurt Angle's disoriented. Damage is gonna come off. My god, this oh wait a minute! Crawling to the damage up. He hooks the leg too. He got it. Kurt Angle has done it. What a hell of a match. Give the devil his due. The damage I hung with an Olympic gold medalist. Maybe the greatest pro wrestler alive. 
OVW ring. This is the beginning of a family dynasty in this sport. Folks, we're out of time. We'll see you next week. Man, if you can't tell you and your brother are brothers, then you're blind. I'm telling you. <laughs> we look exactly alike. <laughs> my goodness. So listen, this is what uh, Meltzer had to say about this. He said, I saw the November 16th TV show. It's, it was a taping from the 13th. And it's amazing how much better o e OVW is than Raw. Oh <laughs> Leviathan. <my> what's that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Leviathan, who we would come to know as Batista, came across as a superstar on the show, and Kurt Angle came across as big as he does on SmackDown. I was really impressed with Angle on a different dimension because he's a big name with a lot of injuries, working in front of 400 people in a little garage, and he did a four-star match with Damage. The bout was way better than his TV match with Eddie on SmackDown. Angle won clean with an angle slam off the middle ropes, and Damage got over more by losing than he did winning any of his pre previous bouts. Angle did mic work before the match that brought him into the storyline as opposed to being a guest star just beating up the local talent. Angle also sold more than 50% of the match. Angle worked face style, but the crowd loves the chant, you suck so much, it's weird. Angle was cheered and even got something of a standing ovation from the same people chanting, you suck, when he came out. So Kurt talked to us, what was it like wrestling and uh, in OVW versus maybe WWE at the time? Well, the, the crowd is a lot smaller. <laughs> I mean, besides the obvious. Yeah. No, no. OVW is more old school. You know, they, they do a lot of old school storylines, old school finishes. I believe Jim Cornette might have been. Oh, that, that was Jim Cornette, buddy, on the commentary. It, it, it has Jim Cornette written all over it, which is good. That's yeah. good. But WWE is a little bit different. Vince liked to do a little more outlandish stuff. And, entertainment. You know, yeah, more entertainment packed. Yes, definitely. Yeah. How did it feel working with Damage, who eventually, like I said, became Danny Basham? How'd you like working with him there? Oh, I loved working with him. He He's a great, great wrestler. Now, he had more success as a tag team because he went with the Basham brothers. But he was a great singles wrestler, too. I really enjoyed working with him. Did you forget yet? Come on. Geico.com. We're now at the Garden for Survivor Series, buddy. We move on from OVW. It's November 17th as you and Benoit look to reclaim the tag titles. And by the way, at this show, Shawn Michaels becomes the world champion. He wins that uh, Elimination Chamber match. And then Brock loses his first match on WWE TV. Uh, he loses the, uh, and loses the WWE title to Big Show after Heyman turns on Lesnar and screws him to align with the Big Show, uh, which, by the way, that's important for next month's pay-per-view Armageddon which we're going to be looking at uh, in December. Uh, were you surprised, though, here, Kurt, to see Brock lose, or did you think that needed to be saved for an even bigger show? I was surprised. I'm not surprised that it was Big Show because Big Show could beat anybody, and him having Paul Heyman with him, obviously that, that was a tie-in to Brock. Uh, but um, I, would have, I, I would have waited. Brock was having an incredible year. You know, He won the world title like within a few months in the business. And uh, he was having a stellar career. I would have had him go undefeated all the way to WrestleMania 19. And obviously, you know who's going to beat him, right? Me. <laughs> I knew. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's where that you're headed, buddy. <laughs> I'm sure but, it was. Uh, in my defense, I was supposed to beat Brock at WrestleMania 19, but I broke my neck beforehand, so they had right. to change the finish. But um, I think that uh, Brock should have carried that title into WrestleMania, and that's when I should have won the title for Brock. Mm, that would have been amazing. Whether you own or rent, Geico makes it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. So go to geico.com today. 
Kurt, we start with a clip which shows three things. It's you and Benoit backstage before the tag team title match. This is our final clip of the week. You and Benoit's involvement in the match, and then the ending. Here we go. It's Survivor Series, the clip. You ready? Let's check it out. Did you see that? Did you see that? Benoit. Did you see that? If Billy freaking Kidman can win the Cruiserweight title here at Survivor Series, then there's no doubt in my mind that you and I can win back the WWE Tag Team titles. That's if you can stay out of the team captain's way. What? What? You want to repeat yourself? I don't think I heard you. What? Say it again. You got something to say? Say it again. What'd you say? Huh? Oh, no, 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 no. No, Benoit. I see what you're trying to do. I'm not going to fall for it. See, you and I, we're a team, buddy. A unit. Amigos. Partners. Bosom buddies. Friends to the end. And when you and I are together, there is no one, and I mean no one, who can beat us. So what do you say, partner? I'm not going to shake your hand. Tag team partners don't shake hands. Tag team partners got a hug. Come here. We're going to get him tonight, buddy. Let's get tough. Oh, watch out. Eddie's coming in. Mysterio. Oh, my God. Drop the 
Benoit a great, great spot right now. Chavo, Chavo the championship to the back of the head of Benoit. Ref is trying to get Angle off that ankle lock of Guerrero. Oh, look at how Angle with a right hand to Chavo, who just tossed the championship to Kurt Angle. Angle better get rid of that. They can that referee by... Oh, wait. Oh, no, look. Wait a minute. Don't tell me Benoit thinks that Angle... I think Benoit thinks that Angle hit him with the championship. Mysterio! Mysterio with a drop kick to Benoit and Angle. Well, the section in the ranks between Angle and Benoit and Mysterio didn't want to handle draw Jackson. Uh-oh. Look at this. Baseball slide. There goes Whoa. Chavo. Oh, that was sweet. Edges up in the ring. Edges shoulder from observant suplexes. Went for the execution. Switch. Spear. Mysterio single for the West. And Chavo got a championship to the back. Oh, Mysterio got popped, all right. Edge with a base. Oh, oh, oh Chavo. got. Edge is just wearing out Chavo right in front of us. Lots up from El Paso. This is a submission maneuver. Eddie has it locked in to Rey Mysterio. Wow, he's got it in the car. And Mysterio taps out the Guerrero's Arcade Champions. She's got There you go, Kurt. Los Guerreros win the belts uh, there in Madison Square Garden. What'd you think? Oh, I thought the match was awesome. Um, I know there were a lot of um, mishaps in the match, uh, but I thought overall it was a great match. Yeah, Meltzer said Los Guerreros won the SmackDown tag titles in the three-way over Angle and Benoit and the champions Mysterio and Edge in 19 minutes, 25 seconds. He said this match was actually a disappointment, although uh, what would have been considered really good if anyone else uh, had the match. That's interesting. Mysterio missed the spot where he's thrown in the air and lands on the top rope and fell badly. They got heat on Mysterio until an angle slam attempt, which Mysterio arm dragged his way out of. The early storyline is that the Guerreros weren't in much, so the other two teams were wearing each other out. But, man, we saw what happened there at the end with the Guerreros winning. He did give the match three and a half stars. So I got to ask, Kurt, when Ray felt falls badly early on in this match, were you worried that this could potentially mess up the whole match? No, no. I, listen, the fans are forgiving. You know, if yeah. one spot goes badly, especially Ray, think about the chances he takes every time he does these certain spots. I mean, it, the degree of error has to be really high, and he almost always lands it. And yeah. this one particular night, he doesn't do it. That's okay. Sometimes people mess up in real competition and in sports entertainment. So it, it, it didn't really hurt the match at all. As a matter of fact, it was actually a pretty cool spot. It almost he looked like he wiped out pretty badly. Yeah. And um, to be honest with you, I think the the edge and uh, Eddie uh, spots where they were flubbing a little bit is probably what affected the match a little bit, but not too much. I mean, we still got three and a half stars. It wasn't our best match ever, but it was still a really good match, a strong, solid match. And it's hard to imagine Meltzer saying this was a disappointment because, man, uh, it, I don't know how you live up to the standards of all the matches that happened between you six up until this point. So 
Uh, you know, it, anytime that you guys, uh, just what we saw there in that short clip, there were some amazing exchanges and encounter moves. Yeah. Right. How did it feel though, being back in Madison square garden? What a special place for oh, wrestling. And, uh, this is the first the place it's the, yeah, I mean, it's the granddaddy of them all. It's where WWE started and, uh, you're expected to be at your very best when you go to Madison square garden, Vince McMahon didn't want anything less than that. So you had to give out everything that you could possibly have. You have to give it in this match, especially at Madison square garden. And buddy, listen, this is the first time that you're back in MSG on pay-per-view, uh, the last since Taz, uh, when you would lose, uh, to him again, nope, Royal Rumble illegal choke. it was an illegal, oh, choke. The illegal choke, legal <laughs> choke. There you go. If you didn't go yet, go to geico.com. Then man, I tell you what, you don't like to save money. I mean, come on. This is the last time you're going to hear it on this show. Go to geico.com and be eternally grateful that you did. Well, Kurt, we're here. This is my, uh, one of my favorite pieces of the show, favorite parts of the show. It's the fan questions and we want to hear what they have on their minds. So we're going to throw them at you, Kurt. First, Joey, the Tori Amos guy. He said, do you wish you continued to tag with Chris longer or was this pretty much the end of the run for you guys? Did you wish you could have gone? Uh, you know, I, gone no, I do wish we could have tagged longer. I enjoyed tagging with Chris. I just thought that, you know, what happens if we actually get along? and tag team together. We could have had a nice long tag team run for a year or two years. Um, so, uh, the thing was we weren't getting along very much and that, that, that was the story behind it. That's why we lost. So, uh, I do understand why they did it, but I, I would have loved to tag with Chris a lot longer. And don't forget, it takes me away from the world title, which I'm always around when I'm not uh, competing for any other title. I'm always in the world title hunt and it gives you a break so that you're not, uh, as stale. That's right. Keeps you fresh. And, uh, you said that, you know, the story was you weren't getting along, but that was just story alone. You guys are backstage still buddies and everything's fine and, and all that good stuff. So, so you think, <laughs> well, breaking news right here on the Kurt angle show. So what was, what, I'm kidding. Oh, come on, Kurt. I was excited. No, Chris and I got along well. Jeremy priest is up next. What are your thoughts on tag champs having to face each other? I don't like champs. I don't think tag team champs should face each other unless it's like a a tournament for the world championship and the tag team partners end up meeting in the brackets. But other than that, I mean, wrestling each other, it's useless. There's no reason for it. And uh, it's not helping your tag team out. any. There you go. Brad Stanton's up next. He says, Kurt, even in your best shape was Benoit hard to keep up with. <laughs> Wait wow. a minute. Wait wow, a minute. Brad. How about even in Benoit's best shape? Was it I hard for him it. to keep up with me? Come on, I'm the Olympic gold medalist. I'm the one that had the endless fuel tank, not Benoit. Benoit was intense. Okay. He was really intense, but he wasn't as in shape as I was. Okay. I'm not bragging about that and I'm not complaining. I'm just telling you the truth. Hey, listen, here's the good news, Kurt. I know exactly who Brad Stanton is. He was at top guy weekend. When you're at top guy weekend next year, when we're there punch together, the face. I will point him out to you. You can punch him in the face, put him in the ankle lock, <laughs> make him squeal like wait a piggy. You, Brad. Yeah. We're coming in hot. I can't wait. Uh, that's good stuff. I love Brad hazard F five. He's back. He says, Kurt, the ruthless, or as you called it, toothless aggression era, uh, was my favorite time in WWE. I love that line, by the way, the entering product was at its peak at this point. Would you have liked to have stayed tagging for a while? As you seem to be having a lot of fun with the tag dynamic with Benoit, or did you see being in a tag team as a step backwards? 
never a step backward. If anything, it's a step forward. And like I said before, it takes you away from the world title for a little bit of time. And that, that, you know, you get to regroup and refresh and then go back for the world team world title again. And, uh, the fans don't think you're always hogging the world title. I mean, you know, I'll give you an example. Like John Cena was always around the world. title. Yeah. It was like left and right up and down. He was just, uh, he was the world title. He won 16 of them. And, yeah. uh, I think that gets a little stale after a while. Yeah. Yep. Two count, two count Kyle, our buddy says, Kurt, who reminds you the most of Benoit in terms of entering style with the current product? Hmm. Who is the closest to that technical and hard hitting style to you? And who would make the best opponent for Chris if he were still here in the game in 2022? So let's start with the first one. Who reminds you the most of Benoit in terms of the entering style with the current product? Right now, I, we just interviewed him, Josh Alexander. There you go. Very technical, very intense, uh, great wrestler. Uh, great in-ring skills. Uh, he reminds me a lot of Benoit. And his follow-up, I think it's it's right there, too. Who is the closest to that technical and hard-hitting style to you? Josh, again. I mean, he mirrors yeah, himself yeah, Josh, after you. Josh, Josh, you know what? And the crazy thing is, he's Canadian, too, just like Chris. You yeah. Know? And, and uh, they remind me of each other so much. Yeah, and then uh, he said closest to you. So I think, uh, you know, Josh has really... And, and if you guys haven't checked it out yet, go back and listen to that interview. Uh, we're getting all kinds of kudos, uh, on that one. Scott Demore, even himself from impact wrestling reached out to say great show. So, uh, check that one out, but man, uh, he really loved being on the show and, uh, I could see that. And then he said, who would make the best opponent for Chris? If he were still here in 22, 22, you got to think what, uh, seeing Josh and Chris face off would be fun, right? Oh man. I would, I would pay. Kurt would pay money. Yeah. Yeah. I would pay good money to see that match. That would be an incredible match. And you know, it's not going to be a short one either. It's going to be a long one. I mean, Josh has done an Ironman match and so it's Chris. Yeah. Yeah. No, that would be a lot of fun. Final question this week comes to us from our pal, Yambag Jones. Did Kurt ever get busted open from Ray's giant knee braces? Those things look (laughs) deadly, dude. Yes. He was doing a Harkarana from the top rope. And when he put his legs to wrap around my shoulders, when he jumped off, his brace hit my head. I have, I got 12 stitches in my head right up here. Uh, so he did get me one time and I was pretty pissed off about it. I was like, why are you wearing any pads? You have these knee braces on and they're metal showing like what the hell's wrong with you, man. <laughs> There you go. Well, listen, Kurt, next week, it's your five on five survivor series, 2017 match between team raw. This is you big Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe and triple H. That's right. The man himself taking on team SmackDown. We got Shane O'Mac, Randy Orton, Bobby Roode. man. These guys are all buddies of yours. Shinsuke Nakamura and John Cena. I can't wait to jump into uh, survivor series 2017, bud. Me neither, man. It's going to be a great one. Can't wait for that one. Listen over at adfreeshows.com right now, you get 14 podcasts early and ad free for as low as $9 a month, but there's also a ton of bonus content and experiences. I just talked about it. Kurt and I, we're going to sit down together to watch he and Jay lethal from 2007 when Jay 
takes care of business and defeats Kurt Angle. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And and Kurt's going to, he doesn't know this yet, but man, I'm going to have him do kind of like a play-by-play on that match of what's going on in the <laughs> ring. It's going to be fun. Uh, we're going to record that this week. And by the way, Ad-Free Shows just launched a brand new series called The Book, and that's a month-by-month journey through the actual handwritten booking logs from Jim Crockett Promotions and World Class with both David Crockett and David Manning. And then Ask Conrad 48 just dropped. You want to check that out. And so many more things that you can be a part of. So check it out, adfreeshows.com. By the way, support Dr. Tom Pritchard. He's our buddy. He helped train Kurt. He's been spending over 40 years in professional wrestling, training the next generation of wrestlers. You can go to jpwrestlingacademy.com if you are looking for a great head trainer and a school to become an up-and-coming wrestler in the business. You can't get any better then Dr. Tom, ask Kurt, ask Natalia Nyhart, ask so many in the business today, right? Yes, sir. Tom, Tom's the best. Yes, he is. There you go. And, uh, if you want to follow along for us, you can check us out on social. You can follow him at real Kurt angle myself at Paulie with a Y B. Well, yes, I'm back on Twitter or the show at the angle pod, Instagram, the angle pod, the real Kurt angle. You got to put the in front of there and at Paulie B. Well, and if you want to follow Kurt to watch some crazy ass videos on Facebook, uh, you can watch him on Facebook. There's all kinds of viral videos. Kurt's posting over there and, uh, so check it out. But I'm telling you, the best place to see all of this is the YouTube channel. YouTube.com forward slash the angle pod. You get to watch his face react to the awesome clips that we watch every week. And it's priceless in my estimation. So check it out. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Tell him about tell him about physicallyfit.com, Kurt. All right, physicallyfit.com. We have chicken snacks and snack smart crispy protein bites. One's chicken protein, one's organic plant protein. There are 11 different flavors. We got honey mustard. We got cheese pizza. We got buffalo wing and blue cheese. Um, cinnamon swirl is a lot of people's favorites. But you can go to physicallyfit.com, use the code ENGLEPOD, and you get 20% off your first order. Or you can become a lifetime member on the website and get 20% off forever. These are delicious. You're going to absolutely love them. And you will help my business grow. Thank you. We're all about helping Kurt Angle's business grow. And, uh, you know what? He has provided us so many years of entertainment and man, just the nicest guy at meet and greets and just support him, man. He's going to be down, uh, at Russell Cade, uh, Thanksgiving weekend, that Saturday signing autographs and, and taking pictures, Kurt, listen, they can also go to KurtAnglebrand.com and support you over there. T-shirts, cowboy hats, milk cartons cameo videos where every video birthday you, cards too i know you love them birthday cards <laughs> but every cameo video ends with it's true it's damn true every uh, one of them every I'm one not of them ended it with it's true <laughs> no he hasn't trust me every one of them i see record it's the tagline on all of them but he sends a lot of other fun stuff before that so take advantage of those cameo videos by the way guys as we wrap up this week's show we want to say on behalf of kurt angle and myself Happy Thanksgiving to our friends and listeners in the U S we hope you enjoy some time with your families and friends, uh, around the Turkey and then enjoy some football, but really just take this opportunity to spend some time with the people you love and, uh, and, and disconnect from all the, all the nonsense in this world. And uh, on behalf of our show, we really hope you enjoy it. Kurt, uh, any final words from you before we get out of here this week? 
No, just happy Thanksgiving to everybody, and we'll see you the following week. There you go. On behalf of your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, this is Paul Bromwell. We'll see you right back here next week talking all things Survivor Series 2017 right here on The Kurt Angle Show. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on a sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.